his analog spectrum. Do you realize there was actually a reality show called MILF Manor? That's definitive proof that our world is going right down the shitter. Hello again, everybody. This is Analog Spectrum. I'm here with Drew and Doug, uh, and it is a blazingly hot summer day in South Central Texas. And uh, that might come across a little bit in the podcast today because we are all (laughs) sweating for no damn reason, no damn good reason. It's so just fucking hot here right now. Sweat when you breathe today, dude. No doubt, man. It's sweat. It hurts. Mm -hmm. But uh, (laughs) all right. And uh, so what we're going to talk about today is is uh, we, we all, even though it came out a while ago, it is currently on Paramount Plus, and uh, we all watched the uh, Do- Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. I did actually want to talk about this movie because I've got mixed feelings, and uh, for a couple mm-hmm. different reasons. Uh, but uh, but I- I'm just going to put it out there. If anybody, just real quick summary, came out, I think, uh, let me see here, in 2023, towards the beginning of 2023, it's starring uh, Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, and some other individuals. It's a kind of a movie. I don't know if I necessarily want to say loosely based, but you really can't not say loosely based on the game that came from the 1970s designed by Gary Gygax. The Dungeons and Dragons has gone through many, many iterations. Uh, Doug and I both played it. I still do play it on occasion uh, where it is a role playing game, a game, a fantasy role playing game with a massive, massive IP. And uh, so, again, this movie was released uh, in uh, early 2023. It's about a group of individuals. It says honor among thieves. Interestingly, there's not really a thief amongst the group. None that's a, a, except for yeah. one individual. Yeah, not really. But there's, you know, there's a bard, there's a druid, there's a sorcerer, there's a barbarian. You know, they, you know, at the beginning of the movie, uh, a a a, th- a thieving expedition goes badly. Two of them get arrested, uh, and uh, and then hilarity ensues, so to speak. Uh, one of the individuals that was in the uh, in the thieving band ends up turning on turning on them, uh, becomes the Lord Emperor of Neverwinter, which is a huge Dungeons and Dragons area. And, uh, and he aligns himself. I don't want to give, uh, you know, we'll definitely spoil it, but he aligns himself with a bad wizard. And that bad wizard is, is aligned with a a leech Lord, a leech Lord who is, uh, who wants to take over Neverwinter. Uh, So that's kind of the, the idea of the movie. And I'm sure we'll talk about, talk about several points of it as we go on. But, but even like, uh, this maybe even kind of folds over a little bit in other conversations we've had about Hollywood being too woke and so forth. So, uh, who wants to take lead on this? Who wants to tell me what they thought of the movie? Uh, I would be happy to go first, but Doug, maybe you could tell me what you thought of it. You go first, Drew. I was going to say, I want to go first before, before my dad talks about it. Cause I already know what he's going to say. Okay. <clears throat> and so I, I actually, I quite enjoyed it to be quite honest with you. Okay. Um, yeah. And, I, we we held off discussing any detail of this movie at all. Um, mm-hmm. However, I did I did mention that I think it's one of those movies, and I think a lot of a lot of movies nowadays are like this. One of those movies you have to be in the mood for the type of movie that it is. So uh, you know, if you're looking for something real deep and meaningful, like you know, we discussed the Matrix a little while ago, something you know with crazy plot twists and shit that you're not going to really expect and real deep character development probably not the movie for you you know like it's it's somewhat surface level cheesy fun you know you could take probably take some kids to go see it and they would have a freaking great time so uh, the, the night that we watched it it was I, it was like the perfect movie for me that night like i was just in the mood for something real light real simple real easy to watch 
the jokes didn't take any type of you know brain brain power to get it was all pretty above board kosher and fun you know mm-hmm. and um i have also actually played D, not very much of it but i have i've played some D before um so like you said it's very 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 loosely based on stuff like they you know dropped a couple things in like you said they did. There, mm-hmm. there was a paladin that entered into the into the story for a little bit um, right <clears throat> yeah you know they they sprinkle a little bit of the lore in there but but it's certainly not you know i mean and again you know they're going on like an adventure so you that part you could kind of attribute to D as well but um and i did think there was a couple times that it made me think it would have been funny if they could have somehow worked in like dice rolling in there because there are some things that just you know when something went horribly wrong you know, it's like a nat zero, you know what I mean? Like, it would be funny right. if they had been able to somehow sprinkle that in there. Or when, you know, movie magic, something incredible happened to them and they got real lucky, you know, rolling mm-hmm. a nat 20 or something like that. But, um, so I did have a couple of those thoughts during the movie, but I, as far as I know, I didn't pick up on any, any, anything like that. But, um, yeah, overall, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. It was fun. They had some nice, um, you know, nice little plot twists and turns in there that, I don't know. It wasn't necessarily super hard to see coming, but also, you know, it wasn't just obviously coming. So, yeah, mm-hmm. overall, I'd give it, I don't know, like a six and a half out of ten. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay. And I tell you, uh, Doug, what do you think? Um, <clears throat> well, it was better than I expected. Um, I, <laughs> you, you texted that we should watch it. And we flipped on the trailer and I was already making shitty comments. And my wife even said, all right, if you watch this, watch this when I'm not here. Cause I don't want to hear it. And I'm like, okay, I, I get it. Attitude check. So uh, she made the suggestion, like just make some popcorn and just watch the freaking movie. Right. So we did, we made some popcorn and, uh, and we watched it. So it was, um, it was not as woke as I thought it was going to be. Um, I, super thin plot obviously it was basically a taken in the D world you know uh, <laughs> without all the cool fights and stuff but um yeah i think you guys are right on right on the money with the you know they borrowed the, the dungeons and dragons title and didn't really it wasn't really a dungeons and dragon movie with a few small exceptions but um i didn't think about that drew with the dice thing that would have been cool and fun but um, I just don't like the, that lead guy. Same guy that played uh, Captain Kirk. Oh, Chris Pine. Um, yeah, you don't like him? Yeah, don't like him at all. Wow. I, I, okay. Yeah, not, not even close. But um, I thought some of the act- other actors were pretty decent. Obviously, the, the costume and set design was great. There was plenty of cool stuff in there, and CG was good. Uh, but, yeah, this, the, I also didn't like uh, what's-his-face in this from Hugh four Grant? weddings and a funeral. Yeah, Hugh, Hugh Grant. Grant. I, I don't know, man. It's like, he just didn't seem to fit the role. He did a pretty good job, I think, for, for what it was, but I just think he was ill-cast for it. It should have been a no-name somebody in there. I think this movie, that's a good way of putting it from my perspective. I think this movie would have been a lot better if it was a bunch of no-name characters in there, like not the oh wow, not the big names. I think it would have been better that way. But um, anyway, um there was nothing in it that really made me go like, Oh my God, you know, mm-hmm. and roll my eyes. But there was also nothing in it that made me go like, Oh, that's pretty good. You know? So, 
it was uh it was pretty vanilla all the way through yeah yeah okay so my turn your turn go okay well so yeah like this is a movie kind of like you're talking about watching the trailer i remember when the trailer came out and watching the trailer and uh, and it's just very very difficult for me not to watch anything now through like oh shit this is going to be woke lens right like as soon as i watch it i'm kind of like like even in the opening part you know you can kind of see that like chris pine seems to kind of play this nebbish you know and they even kind of joke about the fact that his character in, in the trailer that his character uh is kind of like a like either just something for the other other characters especially the female characters to beat up on and, and uh mm-hmm. and i got a little quote here even the uh the writers which uh john francis daly and jonathan jonathan goldstein even in in one interview commented on the fact that they appreciate the, they appreciate uh emasculating men in their scripts right and so i was like i'm never fucking watching this okay there's no way i'm ever watching this okay i i know what this is going to be like and and uh it's going to be you know chris pine there you know he's going to be basically a whipping post and 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 uh you know and and also and to be honest with you uh i'm gonna say this you know, M- Michelle Rodriguez in most anything she's in goes either goes from I can uh, I can barely stand her to I completely cannot stand her in every role she does. Like Letty in mm-hmm. uh, in the Fast and the Furious movies, there's something about her. There's an arrogance about her that that pushes Agreed. me the wrong way. I just am not a, not a fan. Okay, so you know, but but a lot of individuals like 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 the critical drinker for example was like hey it's pretty good and you know so he's somebody who i respect his opinion and all that kind of stuff but i'm like i'm still not paying to see it i ended, I ended up getting paramount for the bad news bears right and uh, <laughs> and uh and so you know even before i watched bad news bears we were like let's watch uh i said i'll go ahead and watch it it's 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 now it's staring right in the face let me watch it okay so with that said okay i watched it and I was I was very impressed by this freaking movie, man. I thought this was like a really, really good movie. Now it's interesting you don't like Chris Pine. I like Chris Pine. Okay, mm, I, I think that I, no, I, I, I like him. I thought he was great, honestly. And I, and, I, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I disagree with the fact that having no names. I think it, the movie would have suffered without him. I think it would have suffered without Hugh Grant because I think they're good actors. And there are certain lines in there, like like I did, as a matter of fact, I watched it before I recommended it, and I just went back and watched it. And uh, you know, the, again, the nods it makes to Dungeons and Dragons. I am not a hardcore Dungeons and Dragons person. I mean, I played it, so, but there were certain things in that movie, like I know Neverwinter. You know, I know. Uh, a, what a gelatinous cube is. I know what a berserker is. I know what an owlbear is, right? So when I saw those in the movies, I was like, and I know this, and, and just kind of talking to other people that play D&D more than me, just about everything in that movie, you know, like, you remember the, the when they're in that maze, and they have the chest that pop open and they're actually creatures. I remember when, when I had like the first monster manual and seeing those things in there. So I thought all that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but ultimately, and, and I will tell you right now, I thought, uh, like, like I don't, I, this is probably my favorite Michelle Rodriguez role. I watched it. It did not hmm. hate her at all in this. I liked her in this role. I thought, and, 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 to, and, and, and when you talk about like, so I think what was interesting is that the writers to say that and actually to portray it in a trailer as a potentially woke uh, movie when it's really, and you even said it, it's really not a woke movie. It kind of demonstrates a disconnect we see in Hollywood, right? The fact that they're willing to say, 
oh yeah, you know, we're going to do, we're going to emasculate men. We're going to show you a trailer where Chris Pine looks like he's, he's made a lesser individual by the female characters around him when the movie really isn't that way, you know, it makes me. But see, I thought the head. movie really was that way, but it wasn't. But, it wasn't as um, I thought it was that way because he didn't. I mean, he even made a, made a comment. The one chick asked him, "Like, what do you do?" The little elf chick, you know. He said, oh, one, I plan stuff. There, there was that one. There was that one thing. There was that one thing, and I, I remember that, and I agree with that. Where you know, where they have this banter, but but I do think I kind of held his own. I will tell you. I'll give you an example of where I, I would expect wokeism to kind of dig in, and where they actually kind of took a different direction. And I was like, okay, I'm kind. I'm. They they didn't, they didn't slap at my face. One part where I thought, this is a because that's what we're talking about. There, there's there there would be scenes in there, where you know the whole movie would be that that they would be emasculating, uh, or you know uh, minimizing the Chris Pine character, right? Uh, what was his character's name? Uh, uh, e, e, uh, Edgen, Edgen, whatever, Edgen. I, I don't know, mm-hmm. E-D-G-I-N, mm-hmm. right? So uh, so they'd be, they'd be emasculating him. And, and there were a few moments, there were a few moments, but he was actually, he was a core central character. Like he was the one that drove the party forward. But with that said, there was that one scene where where uh, where uh, Holga goes back to where, you know, she meets her halfling ex-boyfriend, whatever, and she goes in and he basically ends the relationship. And, uh, and she comes out and... Uh, and she's clearly devastated by uh, by that the breakup is just you know this, she's got the closure she didn't really want to have, and so Chris Pine looks at her and uh, and he starts singing right he starts singing to her right, and uh, and I think in a and what ended up happening what 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 was well, how did that scene play out well she looks at him she smiles and she starts singing with him and it cheers her up. Right. And so she feels better. And, 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 and so now in a typical like woke movie, uh, he would have started singing and she probably would have grabbed the lute out of his hand and like smashed it on a rock. You know what I mean? And be like, you know, so, so again, you know, he, they, they were equal and they, you know, and, and, and he was able to, their friendship was, was core and central and he wasn't just somebody for her to pummel. And, and there's other scenes you talk about, uh, like, like she wasn't the smartest one in the relationship. He was the smarter one in the relationship. There's a scene like where they're writing and, uh, and he's like, well, I don't know what we need to do here. And, uh, and she says, why don't we fire an arrow into her window? And he's like, it could hit her and kill her. And, he, and she, and she's like, that's the chance we have to take. You know what I mean? Like clearly he mm-hmm. knows that probably firing an arrow in the room isn't a big, big bill, but she's, she's a barbarian. She plays yeah. a barbarian role well, see, and she does role. it well. Yeah. So again, so I just looked at him. Now again, I, I thought some of the the I thought some of the script and dialogue was great. I thought like uh like the paladin again the paladin, uh was perfect in his own way, but completely not perfect. I I still love uh like again I don't need to repeat the lines, but the whole banter between the group and the paladin was was to me was some of the the best dialogue in the movie. And uh, I also like again a true nod to to D and D is that the paladin was an NPC. That's what the paladin <laughs> was. That's the reason why uh, you know he they met him. He moved the story forward, and clearly he was the best person to uh, to go to the the castle and, and end this right. But what does he say? He says, "Nope, this is your journey. I'm stepping away." Right. You know, because he's an NPC, he's not part of the the group that's playing. He's 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 separate from it. So once his once his role is done, he's gone. You know, and also like also when they're sitting around and 
and uh, and the, they're talking, and 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 she's like, "What are we gonna do here?" And uh, and Hulk is like, "Why well, just use magic?" And she's and the guy's like, "You don't understand, you know, basically because in D and D, magic complete is completely bullshit, right? Magic is completely bullshit." But he like falls in the hard defense of hard magic, you know, and all that kind of stuff. I just thought stuff like that was was really well done uh, for better, probably better than the movie deserved. So again, I I agree with what both of you are saying quite a bit. I I it definitely wasn't like like the best movie I ever saw, but, but I went into it with exceedingly low expectations. I really thought it was going to be a dumpster fire. And just like, you know, we talked about gunpowder milkshake. I was hoping I would be wrong about gunpowder milkshake. Right. But, but, uh, but this one, I was wrong. I was like, Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll watch this one again. <laughs> it's okay. It was, it was like you said, light fair. If I was sitting around, it was a rainy Sunday and nothing else was on TV. I'd pop this thing in and watch it again. I, I thought, and again, I, I, I'm a little I bummed. Wouldn't do that. I think I'd cut my fingernails instead. Uh, I tell you what, I, I'm surprised it because I thought, <laughs> man, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's, it's subjective, but I thought some of the Chris Pine lines sure. were like, I mean, again, the dialogue was clearly not like Lord of the Rings. You know, it was clearly mm-hmm. like it, it came across as dialogue of people playing a, a, a role playing game, right? I mean, that's and I think that's what they were hoping for. Like it was like if you and I were playing a role playing game, and the, uh, you know, the the uh, DM was like. You need to make sure you take really good care of this helmet, right? And you're like, oh, I will. And then you just toss it off and have somebody else hold on to it. You know what I mean? That's something we would completely do in a role-playing game, you know? And so mm-hmm. that, that's kind of the vibe I got. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think we need to dig into the, this hate, this pure hatred of Chris Pine that you have a little bit. But uh, yeah, No, that's not, that's not the pure hatred of him. It's just that I, that I thought this movie was just uh, – yeah, I give it a four. So hmm. I wouldn't – Yeah, I'd go yeah. like seven. I mean, again, I, I went. I went in with. Low, I went in with That's very crazy. low. Age. Hey, man! No, I thought it was great. Well, no, I it's funny. It, it is what it is. It's just because um, we had a similar but opposite discussion on uh, gunpowder. Gunpowder milkshake. milkshake? I actually liked yeah. it, and you hated it. Yeah. Oh man, gunpowder milkshake was a dumpster fire, man. I don't know why you guys <laughs> like that thing, man. That's I'm just like. Ugh. I said well, the same I mean, thing again, about you, this movie. I don't know, but this movie, for one, like, like, okay, let's let's compare fight scenes. Barbarian in the in the forge, okay, fighting those guys with an axe, okay, and, and that that was visceral. Woman fighting those guys in a bowling alley, like basically with all of them pulling their punches. I don't know. I think this one had a better fight scene. I mean, that's all I'm saying. So, I mean, you know, uh, okay. Uh, I mean, uh, or or like the like we're the judging it on different terms then, because I'm thinking about the character development and the and the you know the plot and all of that sort of stuff and i just these these guys were maybe you're right maybe it was meant to be a veiled attempt at you know uh, characters playing a role in a D role-playing game but i didn't see it that way and and maybe that's why i didn't like it i don't know but i I thought i thought but i thought the chris pine character had a pretty (laughs) interesting arc i mean he started out you know trying to get his trying to, to resurrect his his dead wife, you know, it was, it was, he was somewhat selfish, you know, and he, and, mm-hmm. you know, in his desire, you know, he kind of framed it in the fact that he was trying to, to, to make his daughter's life better, but it was really for him, you know, and we, we get all the way through that. It ends up where he ends up re- saving his friend because he realizes that his, his wife, who his daughter really never knew wasn't all that important to her, but the friend was more important. So he saved the friend. I thought that was an interesting arc, you know? So, so, I mean, again, I, uh, you know, I appreciate, I didn't, I, like I said, one thing about gunpowder milkshake, I don't, those characters didn't have any arc. You know what I mean? They were just kind of flat. So, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like I said, it's like, I, I, I just watched it. And like I said, I think 
one of the points you made, like, like I, honest to God, when I, I, I was on the same page with you when I watched that trailer, I was like, I was like, oh, it, I, like the, the new Indiana Jones movie. I watched that trailer. I was like, there's no fucking chance I've ever watched this movie, man. There's, there's, there's not, not there's no, one penny. Yeah. Not no one way. penny on that one, man. No. So, <clears throat> No. But uh, we'll talk about that one in a future podcast. And, and like I said, no, one may even yeah. yeah, one may even say, uh, uh, like with the new Indiana Jones, how do you know if you don't watch it? It's like, it's like I can I can read the news. Okay, I can read things yeah. like plots and options. It's not even like, just yeah. that. Like I mean, you can look at the trailer and go, like I have absolutely no interest. I have no interest. I don't care. I'm not going to spend my time on it. It can fade into yeah. oblivion for all I care. Yeah, you know, you know, honestly, and all, you know, everything else we always talk about, like the wokeness aside and all that kind of stuff. When I, I compare like the and we're, we're kind of shifting gears here a little bit, but like the Indiana Jones movie, uh, I compare it to like probably I don't know how many years ago, like six years ago, I went to go like see Willie Nelson, and I was like, and I think at the time he was like eighty seven years old, you know, and uh, that's that guy. That guy's had smoked more weed than I don't even know, like all of Haight Ashbury mm -hmm. in the sixties and seventies, right? Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so I was like, uh, but still, I wanted to see Willie, right? It was horrible. It was so sad. Mm -hmm. It was so sad, right? Well, yeah. same for this, man. I don't want to see an 80-year-old in Indiana Jones. I just don't, you know? And yeah. and everything they're saying about it, you know, I wouldn't mind, like, watching, you know, maybe an Indiana Jones where he, like, you know, mentors somebody that goes off and does something, maybe. But I don't want to see a sad, pathetic Indiana Jones. You know, I just don't. Not my thing. Yeah, so you've so. read more than me. I, I, I haven't read anything about it. I just don't care. To me, it's, to me, it's just more... It's just propaganda, so I won't even. Well, I, won't even give I mean, time um, what do you think, Drew? Like, because you didn't grow up with Indiana Jones. What is your thoughts well, on the new? One? I honestly, I kind of did in a way, because um, I remember watching. I would, I watched them all when I was little. So, I don't know. My, to be honest, I kind of feel the same. I just don't care. Like it was, it was a great, it was a great series back in the day when I watched it. I think I watched one of the older ones more recently and it was so dated. I was just like, it's not even that great either anymore. Like it's, it's okay. Like I can appreciate it for what it is and was, but, um, it's fucking the best movie ever made. Drew. <laughs> sure. Sure. Don't cry about it, Tony. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I've never, I've never really enjoyed, uh, reboots of anything to be quite honest. Like mm. it's very, very rare that I'll watch like a reboot of an old classic series or even like um, a show that changes their characters for whatever reason. Some, some shows do it for, you know, because actors leave or whatever. Some shows do it on purpose, but um, all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> I'm not a, like I, if I like the original, it's, I, I like it exactly the way it is. If you start messing with stuff and changing stuff and, you know, I just don't, I'm not interested. I'll, I'd rather not just not even bother spending my time and money watching. I'll just, mm. you know, there's so much these days that I could go and watch. Yeah, yeah. There's no point. I wonder if that's, that's maybe one of the reasons I had to, uh, uh, I'll just call it a mildly negative reaction to this movie is because I, like when I played D and D, I was into it, man. It was personal, you know? And, um, I, I they just didn't do it the way I would have done it. You know, they didn't make this movie, I wasn't on this adventure. I didn't, I didn't roll up these characters and, yep. you know, I didn't do all of this. So it's, to me, it was like, meh. Just, I get that. I don't know. Yeah. Like maybe that's what it was. I don't know, but I won't watch it again. Yeah, I get and that. Tony, I mean, if, you, I know, if you request, uh, if you request the new Indiana Jones podcast material, you're doing that one on your own. 
<laughs> oh no, I don't know. I well, like I said, I, I don't. GPT for a summary of the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, my th- my thing with the, with the the Indiana Jones movie, the only time, the only way I would do it is, I don't know. It's just not on my radar right now. It's just not, you know. I mean, it, uh, it beyond... won't be for me. Just know that. Write no. that down. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, that ain't happening. I don't want to watch don't challenge... ever again. Dude, not, don't, cha- don't challenge me. I don't want you to anyway. Okay. So it's like, dude, if you're yeah, fucking okay, good. honest to God, I'm not challenging. I'm just, I'm, if you try, if you try to get, if you try to get me to go to Madison, Wisconsin, because well, I know how you are, you'd be like, like, come on, man, this is just for the podcast. Oh, just for the podcast. okay. Well, maybe I might do that, but but again, that would have. I would have to overcome it first, then I guess, because I'm not gonna. I mean, yeah, exactly. Looking, if, You're gonna be so proud looking, that you overcame that. You're gonna want me to do, you know, like I'm gonna say. Well, we, I wouldn't mind between you and, and me. Between you and me, I wouldn't mind doing like going going back and watching the the three original the three original good ones, you know, and talking about those. But but like I said, I didn't like I didn't like Kingdom of the whatever the Crystal Skull one. I thought that was lame. Doctor um, Jones. But, I, but yeah, but the but the only. Uh, no, that that's a uh, that's two that's a uh, what is that? No, uh, Raiders two, Law, uh, yeah. Indiana Jones and the, yeah, what is that one called? Not Temple uh, of Doom. Temple of Temple Doom. Doom. Yeah, uh, yeah, short round. So uh, yeah, you see, like, you like honest to God, Jones. honest, honest to God. Okay, so the guy that was played short round just got an Academy Award for that movie that wasn't too good, the one where like uh, you know here, there, everywhere, whichever one it was, he got a, he got an Academy Award for that. Okay, here's a guy, uh, a the, the one, yeah, 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 and so. What if you would have done a movie where he ends up being like the the successor to Indiana Jones, right? I, I probably would have watched that. Okay, I probably would be like, "Oh, short rounds back," you know. I would have been like, "That that would have been, a, yeah." Or, or, you know, and again, Shia LaBeouf. What are you going to do with him? But I mean, I liked him after that uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. I think he's great. So you know, mm-hmm. you have you have two actors that that again, you know, Indiana Jones somehow mentors these guys into like, you know, rating to rating freaking. I don't even know. That's that's a good movie. You know, this one, I don't want to watch him be, you know, again, emasculated by mm. by some woman. I don't want to watch that. It, it, it makes me it makes me uncomfortable. You mm. know, so he's he's because, again, and if you look at the original movie, the man, we were way off bucket topic. But who gives a shit? <laughs> anyway, when, when it comes down to it, like like and again, Drew, my favorite movie of all time is, is Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think, you know, I remember seeing that movie and, and Doug and I've talked about this. There are movies jaws and star wars and the matrix and all that kind of stuff that moved the needle like in other words changed the way that we watched movies right pulp fiction all those kinds of movies raiders was one of those movies it was a summer blockbuster that you know i probably saw multiple times in the theater right you know and 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 so it bothers me same as star wars that that you know disney comes along and they're just kind of like you know we're gonna take this ip and fucking shit all over it you're just kind of like you know it's just it's I and it's interesting to me because they do it and they're kind of like that didn't work. Is there another one we can shit on? It's yeah. like mm-hmm. w- learn from your do mistake. The same thing to The Witcher. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't get it, man. I mm. don't get it. And so, so yeah, uh, so yeah, I'm not going to watch it. You know, so so uh, I'm part of that. But and again, that movie flops so big, it's insane. So, I yeah. mean, three hundred million dollars to make it. What? Yeah. I remember when they made Yeah, I remember when they made Waterworld and I think Waterworld cost like 80 million and they were like way too much. I was, I was I think I think it went over 100 million and that was the big deal. I think that Water was a World huge actually deal. went over 100 million. Yeah. yeah. And that was because they they had the the sets that they built those floating sets sunk. Uh, one of them sunk or something they had to rebuild yep. it and it was you know so it was expensive. 
But um, but yeah, that was a big deal that it went over a hundred million bucks. But I actually liked Waterworld, so I did too. Yeah, Waterworld. Yeah, this is Mad Max basically on the water. Mad Max on the <laughs> water. Cool. So yeah. it's Kevin Kevin Costner with gills. So uh, so mm-hmm. what happened was Kevin Costner goes into the Wild West, saves the American Indians. Okay, and then the world floods. Then he becomes a postman, taking mail to people on the coast. Falls in, mm-hmm. grows gills. And then he goes to Yellowstone. That's the lineage. That's the lineage, yeah. And he, sure, and he saved the world on the Exxon Valdez. When it started out, I thought you were talking about Dancing with Wolves. Was I? <laughs> <laughs> hey, so also, Doug, just we're talking about it. You I'm, didn't uh, like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like six or seven episodes into 1883. We're going to talk about oh, that on okay. the podcast. Cool. Yeah, I think we're on five now, right, Drew? Something like that. Uh, yes. Yeah, we haven't watched five. We, we just finished watching four. Yeah, freaking. Okay. Uh, well, I think uh, we, I think we do that one, and then I do think we need to do uh, Sound of Freedom. That should be our next one. So, that's a Sound of Freedom may come before, podcast, folks. Sound of Freedom will probably come before this one right here. Yeah, agreed. Because so, we're going to see yeah. it in, in a couple of days. So, yep, yep, yep. All right, and that'd uh, be a fun because we're going to go in the theater and see that together while we. I've heard they've been sneak. turning off the AC in, in the theaters and doing weird shit to people so they can't watch it. We're going to talk yeah. about that. Oh. I think I think Sound yeah. of Freedom is also is going to be a movie review and also a a uh, global a reaction, a, an evaluation of yeah, comment, commentary about the the reaction to it, because but yeah. I haven't seen it yet. So again, got to watch it. Got to kind of look at look at some other things. Uh, it's not mm. a movie that I would normally go at, go actively go out and seek out. You know what I mean? But uh, but uh, but because of all the the word of mouth, I do want to check it out. And one other thing too, and, mm-hmm. and and this is all going to end up in the podcast. But hey, whatever, because I haven't said I haven't logged off yet. I, I would also like to go see Mission, the new Mission Impossible movie. So uh, that yeah, might be I agree. One yeah. to check it. Yeah, I'll give that a watch for sure. Yeah, we should do that too. Maybe we can do some back to backs. All right, I'm going to end it there. Okay. okay? All right. uh, okay. Anybody We're else got anything to say? We've yeah, we've already rated them. We already everybody knows what we want. Doug and I disagree on this one, but that's okay. That's uh, that's actually mm-hmm. becoming more uh, less common than I thought. Okay, so mm. hey man, every just opinions, folks. Whatever. Yep, exactly. Oh, and oh. Uh, and Drew, Drew and I are on the same page this time. I think closer to the same page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, like, share, subscribe. We'll talk to everybody later. Bye. See ya. All right, time to do another outro. This is probably my least favorite part of doing podcasting, and you're probably like, why? Why, Tony? Why is this your least favorite part? Well, because I suck at it. Uh, I always screw it up. This is take 87 or something, and I'm about to lose my mind. With that said, let's just go and roll right into it. Uh, What do you need to know right now? Well, we're creeping up on Podcast 60 if we're not already past that, and that's kind of crazy. Uh, so you're probably thinking, how'd you pull that off? Well, Doug and I have known each other for 30 years. We'll probably still be hanging out 30 years from now. And if not longer, and we put up with each other's BS. So there's really no reason to stop. At least I don't think there is. Uh, you know, we enjoy talking about culture, society, and entertainment. And, uh, especially through that weird retrospective perspective lens. And I'm kind of hoping you do too. And I'm guessing you do, uh, because, uh, you're listening to this right now. Uh, if you do, uh, please like share and subscribe helps a ton 
liking, sharing, and subscribing on whatever platform you're on just basically gets our show out there. Other things you can do, uh, if you have a show idea and you're probably thinking, I got an idea, but I bet money they wouldn't talk about it, try me. Send me the idea. Drop it in the comments. Send me an email. Weirder the better. I do like a challenge. Uh, what else if uh, you can do, if you want to be on the show, you want to be a guest, or you know somebody that might want to be a guest, you've got a story you want to tell, something you want to put out there, or maybe you just want to be part of this stupid conversation, uh, by all means, let me know. I'll definitely reach out to you. Email's the best. Uh, finally, I just want to say thank you very much for spending a little bit of time with us. We really, really do appreciate it. Uh, I definitely uh, appreciate the fact that you're keeping that analog spectrum spirit alive, and I look forward to seeing you next time.